Welcome to the Productivity Podcast. Today, I'm delighted to have a returning guest. We've got Craig Willis, who is CEO at SCORE. Hi, Craig. Hi, Simon. Uh, great to be back. Yeah, welcome welcome back. It's been a, a while since you came on. Uh, and with, with that in mind, it's probably pertinent if you can give the listeners a quick overview of what SCORE is in case they've not listened to that episode and they want to go and find it or in case it's completely new. Yeah, so SCORE is a process improvement platform that uh, organizations use to build and establish a, a process library, standardized processes, and then continuously improve off, off the back of that. Um, the focus of SCORE is, is really about uh, engaging with people in the business. So, you know, bringing the sort of human-centric aspect of processes, uh, making processes user-friendly, intuitive to use, uh, you know, easy to find so that they support people doing doing their jobs. And as I said, forming a foundation for process improvement for the whole organization. An online platform that you can share and collaborate in? Uh, absolutely. I mean, if, you know, you can uh, collaborate with teams to, to document, create new processes, analyze those processes, as you say, sh- share and manage those and, and gather feedback so that you... Um, you know, so that the teams can incrementally or transformationally uh, improve the way the organization works. Good. So, it, you know, it goes without saying you kind of know what we do, but process documentation of process, consistent application of process are, are the holy grail for, for most organizations in whether that be retail, office, manufacturing, supply chain, whatever that might be. So what kind of problems are you seeing or what kind of themes are you talking about with your clients or potential clients well exactly everyone we speak to is aiming to standardize processes and also train people on those processes or not just people but nowadays obviously machines and ai as well Um, but the challenge that most organizations seem to face is how do they actually build embed and, and sustain that sort of process improvement initiative or process management initiatives for the long term. Um, you know, they can often, the, the build phase is the one that sort of gets all of the, the focus. That's when they go out and figure out what the processes are and, you know, g- go through that exercise to document and standardize them. But so often what happens is things kind of stop at that point and uh, it becomes very, very difficult to then keep those processes up to date and continue to to build on them. And what a lot of organizations end up doing is go through the exercise of documenting all the processes. They sit on the shelf to gather dust. And then the next time someone picks them up, um, they're they're so out of date that they've basically got to start all over again. I'm guessing you must see that that, uh, with your customers. Yeah. So there'll be a a program, a, a project that's kicked off, which is around like you say, documenting all these processes, getting them all in one central repository, et cetera, et cetera. That, that work happens certainly in retail hospitality. People move jobs very quickly. So that person may move to another function. Therefore, they're defunct. Uh, they maybe haven't got a way of sharing them or collaborating. Maybe it's in a, a tool where you need a license and an install on a local machine or laptop. So again, 
that gets lost in the, the transitional translation. And back to your point, a couple of years later, somebody else comes back around and says, oh, it'd be good if we documented the process and to some degree repeat. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like we're short of uh, tool, online tools available to, to share things. I, I think the I think the real problem, uh, I see there's two sort of key problems here. One is how do you engage people on a sort of day-to-day basis in keeping processes up to date and you know improving them because processes kind of aren't really that exciting and they don't really change massively or, or very quickly but the problem is is when you don't keep them up to date regularly then obviously as time passes those those changes do get quite big which is why you then end up having to to redo them so i see that as a as an engagement problem and then the other kind of key problem i think well, we certainly often see with a lot of our customers is creating some sort of clear line of sight from you know the board or the or the exec leadership team right down to the sort of day-to-day tasks that the, the staff are doing and it it goes back to that thing that you know that initial exercise to document standardize the processes can be quite exciting because it often requires a significant investment of time and, and money but it's also where some of the the biggest opportunities for improvement get found but the challenge is once you've kind of got over that hump you know um, continuous improvement is often more preventative um, and so it doesn't it's not always as, as kind of exciting so you know when you're measuring uh, say at a, at a high level the progress of your process improvement activities is often to do with well how many processes have we documented and, and reviewed and once you've sort of hit those targets it then becomes difficult to to measure what improvements you're making because as I said if they're preventative you know you're not necessarily seeing a an improvement, but you're certainly avoiding major problems, risks, and, and costs in the future. But it's not easy to see that. Yeah, and I think for those continuous improvement departments, they're always under pressure to justify their existence. There's exactly. A, there's an, an easy cost cutting to say, well, you know, we'll we'll streamline that department, we'll move that department on, whatever it might be, and you, you need that fact based, you know. If you if you can cover the salary as a minimum of that department each year, then you you justify your existence. You should be clearly striving for more than that. But if it's cost neutral, why wouldn't you you carry on? Yeah, exactly. And I think what you need or what teams need to be doing is 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 measuring more. Um, I, I like to think of it as if you think about how personal health. If you're you know if you're if you want to get healthier. You, you don't just go for one run or eat one salad, although that's a, that's a good start. Um, we often find that we struggle to, again, sustain that type of positive behavior that you really need to to make on a on a long term. You know, traditionally you'd be sort of try, you know trying to um, go on your diet and and probably weighing yourself on a dodgy old pair of scales what once a week or so and the challenge with that is that you it's really hard to see progress so it's really hard to see the impact of those changes that you're trying to make and it takes such a long time to 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 lose weight if that's the aim of you know that you're trying to the goal that you're trying to to reach but of course nowadays 
it's much, much easier because we've got our smartphones, we've got our fitness trackers. So we tend to, you know, when, when you're looking to get healthy, you tend to be tracking the calories that you're taking in, you're tracking the exercise that you're doing, you're, tra- you're tracking your weight, you're probably tracking s- sleep patterns and heart rate and, and all of those different things. And so you can, you can immediately start to see an impact just in, in the data from um, you know, the, the efforts that you're making. So you're much more encouraged to take those positive actions and to do them m- much more regularly, um, you know, to, to kind of to achieve those goals. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And I think there's there's also a bit, isn't there, around where you focus your time. So the the scale and the sensitivity of those processes, if you, if you shave two minutes off a process that takes five minutes that only happens once a year, yeah, that's all well and good. But actually, if you save 10 seconds off a process that happens 30 million times a year, you're going to see a much greater reward and uh, and benefit. Yeah, and that, and that comes down to, to analysis, doesn't it? And But yeah, so, sometimes I think that's where when we measure processes today, we, we, we perhaps spend a bit too much time focused on, on um, the you know, KPIs and, and PPIs, so the key performance indicators or the process performance indicators, where we're looking at how people adhere to a process um, or the cost savings, as, as you, you, you point out there, if you're do, performing some sort of analysis. And they're all really, really important. Of course they are. But to, to me, they're almost a little bit like the, the standing on the scales once a week in, in many ways. You know, the, the health tracker, the, the personal health tracker and the ability to see all of that data now helps us understand how all the different things we do influence each other to to be able to to reach the goals and so we see that very much the same way with with processes so if you're if you if you're taking the time to to document your processes yes the key performance indicator you know if you're looking at the sales process what's the the contract value or the number of opportunities closed those those are really key but if you've if you've invested in documenting and standardizing that process and you want to be able to sustain that over time you've also got to start looking at things like you know have we um, you know ha- have we uh, updated that document recently have as have people been using that document have we provided the the right type of information for people such as you know is the process owner clearly identified is the purpose of that process clearly shown you know there's all sorts of information that that we could that you you can pull together to be able to just as you can with your personal fitness tracker really get a feel for what's actually happening with um, you know, with that process documentation and and how is that impacting on both the key performance indicators and the and the process performance indicators to pro- process health exactly exactly that so that kind of gets me thinking about if you think in modern organizations probably industry agnostic almost we've got lots of labor turn uh, pay inflation i think there's you know stats that are banded around around more for every one person that you employ there's 1.4 people that leave an organization at scale so this whole process health must play back in then to onboarding 
new colleagues and making sure you're training them in the correct process rather than just inheriting broken or um, interpreted process at a local level. Yeah, and and that comes back to that sort of sustainability of of the of the documentation because the the worst thing that can happen is when those new people come into the organisation and processes are hard to find. If they can find them, they're they're out of date. And what often happens is that um, even if even if they're not out of date, they're then overly complicated or, or, or difficult to read. And you know keeping engaging people in this process creation and an ongoing update and improvement of the processes you know it's it, it's got to be more interesting than just here go and go and read this this documentation um so you know that's what we looked or what we aim to do is to track all of those health metrics so you know uh, the ones I mentioned before, as well as uh, numerous other ones, um, and so we can show to uh, users what the the score of that process or, or any individual process might be, so that you get this ability to then sort of compare them. And if you think about, um, you know, the, again going back to the fitness tracking apps one of the things that's quite common is people sharing those through social media saying hey look i did a, a 5k run earlier or i went for this cycle ride and you sort of you you also have this kind of sort of bit of pride of your involvement in in that and doing that but also comparing that to, to other people so it's, that that's a sort of key part to that um you know, in, engaging people is giving them that so giving that data that health data of the process is to everybody so they're much more aware of of what happens um but the then the other problem that i mentioned before which is this ability to have this kind of line of sight from the leadership or exec team right down to what's happening on on a, on a daily basis i mean this is exactly the same uh, challenge I, I was talking to a um a CIO uh, just last week who said, he said, Craig, you know, the problem when we're in, when we're in a board meeting and um, somebody says, do you know what we need to do? We need to go and, and figure out all our processes and, and standardize them as the first step. And he said, everyone always nods their heads, but nobody really knows how to actually go out and, and do that. And so what we aim to do with the, the health scores is to basically take that low-level health score that we that we're looking at on a process by process basis and and roll that up to you know an exec you know executive level departmental level whatever that that needs to be so that different um senior execs can start to look at well how is my part of the organization or my processes within my part of the organization comparing against others and then the ability to sort of set targets for the whole group so that um you know, so that, 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 again, everyone can see how the whole organization is performing. And if there's a dip anywhere, what do we need to do to go and bring bring that back up again? So engage, engagement's a key part then, like say, kind of surfacing that information to the exec so they can start to see it. But also then, I don't know, gamification, is it? So making, like you said, sharing stuff on social, but also making it interactive are there leaderboards that kind of stuff that get people excited exactly so you know as you get down through the organization different teams and and sort of management layers can then sort of compare against each other how they're doing and we've we've certainly seen this 
um, just I mean, just within our own team, different groups getting together and posting on our internal social networks and, hey, look, here's, here's my score. And what we do is we set a target for the whole uh, for the for the whole company and then different teams are sort of trying to compete with each other to, to uh, hit or exceed that target. And you straight away see the sort of change in behavior because when someone starts posting saying, hey, look at my score, it's sort of um, everyone else is like, oh, I wonder what mine is. And they dive in and have a look at theirs. And then it's like, well, what do I need to do to get my score up? And, you know, that it goes back to those good behaviors. It's good behaviors like, well, you know, going and looking at the process at the very least, if you haven't looked at it for a while, providing some sort of feedback to show that, um, you, that, that you've you've understood it and that, it, that it's uh, – perhaps changed and then you know right through to the whole governance piece of actually updating and and publishing new versions of the the process all of those things help to push that score up and so you know we're doing it for a bit of fun but it's actually really helping us keep the processes up to date yeah and making sure that it's not just an expensive documentation exercise that you then end up incurring the same cost and maybe coming out with unfortunately the same outcome x or y years later exactly and and avoid as i said before so much of continuous process improvement is is about preventative um, activity and so making sure those things are happen happening and and of course it's not just that right if you've got a well-documented set of processes that are up to date it's also a brilliant foundation for transformation so if the organization is going to go off in a different direction or you want to access a new market or introduce new products, that sort of thing, you've got this this amazing foundation that's already very dynamic um, and, and able to move and, and bend and respond very quickly to, to changes that the organization faces. Excellent. Okay, so just to summarize then and tell me if I've got it right. So it gives us a good foundation to build on, as you've said there, so the, the basis for that ongoing process improvement we can start to get under the skin of process health and understand those different data points and uh, and bits of information that give us that kind of health check that then leads us into the whole engagement piece with the exec team down to the the colleagues in the in the organization with clear targets but also that element of gamification so it becomes a bit more fun a bit more interactive it's not just a and i'll i'll say it because people are probably thinking it a boring old process um it comes to life a bit more and helps us keep it alive. Exactly that. Perfect. So if people are interested in this and they think, yeah, been there, done that, we're just doing another mapping exercise that's going to get lost in the ether of time or we've done one and people are talking about doing another one and I'm worried we're going to end up in the same place, where's the best place for them to get hold of you or, or some of the score team? Or come along to our, our website, which is uh, getscore.com, so G-E-T-S-K-O-R-E.com. Um, you've, you've got a choice, really. You can uh, request um, a, a conversation with one of our experts who can you know, have a look at what you're doing today, look at your requirements and, and see how the SCORE platform and its built-in health capability, process health capabilities can help. Um, but we've also got some simple guides as well. So if you just want to sort of look through and go, well, what are the sorts of things I should be tracking? What structures should I be putting in place to do this? Then we've got that available to download from our website as well. 
Amazing. And I'll put we'll put the link to the website in the show notes and we'll put the link to your LinkedIn profile as well if people just want to uh, reach out directly to you via LinkedIn for a conversation. So thanks as ever, Craig. Always good to speak and we'll catch up soon. Thank you very much.